from the text that was read this morning, Matthew chapter 7, 13 to 23. We got a lesson this morning called The Place Where the Good Won't Suffer with the Bad. The Place Where the Good Won't Suffer with the Bad. Do you believe in hell? Do you believe in heaven? Jesus says, few there be that find it. As you walk each day and as you do your things each day, how often do you think about departing this life? Because we're all going to leave. Do you believe in life after death? Do you really? Seriously. Do you really believe there's heaven? Most people will say yes. Some people don't believe in this. Now with that in mind, where, where will you end up when your life is ended? I, I just want you to think about it. Let's go down the text here. Well, in Jeremiah chapter 21, verse 8, it says, And unto the people thou shalt say, Thus says the Lord, Behold, watch this. I set before you the way of life and the way of death. Way of life, way of death. We are free moral agents. You have to make up in your mind what you're going to do. At the judgment, nobody will be standing. You will be judged and you will answer for yourself. Now, verse 13, Christ speaks of the broad way. That's this way. Verse 14, he speaks of the narrow way. See how narrow that is? Let's run down the text. Condemnation of the path. He says, enter ye in at the straight gate. Christ's choice. Choose chosen path. A straight gate. The character of this path. For wide is the gate and broad is the way. Look at that. It's wide and it's broad. Most people you see are going this way. Which way are you headed? The consequences of this path, there's some consequences. That lead it under destruction. Look at, boy, that's, that's really kind of negative, isn't it? But most people are going that way, but they think everything's going to be all right. Yes, sir, man. Yep. 
Are you headed that way? I want to encourage you because I think everybody here want to go to heaven. But Jesus in his teachings tell us that more people will be lost than be saved. That's what Jesus said. Will you be in the group who will be saved or lost? Let's go a little further. The crown, crowd on that path, and many there be which go in there. Many, look, many, many, many. Brother Shannon, please don't be negative. I'm trying not to be negative, but this is—it's just as real as I'm standing here. Have you ever thought about it? Well, when you're young, you don't think about this very much because you think you got a lot of time, you know, to do what's your thing, and, you know, i got time to straighten up. There are so many young people among our people who are dying by gun violence and snatch and grab or whatever they call it. And they don't have any idea. I think Brother Mason works in the trauma at... uh, where is that place he worked? Uh, Mayor. He said a lot of them come in, our people, and he ashamed of it, how they all shot up, and some of them come in talking trash and just cursing and carrying on. And he says to me, Brother Shannon, they don't know in 10 minutes they're going to be dead because they don't know the damage that's been done to their body. Right. And they talking cra- trash and and cursing and just, you know, can't tell him nothing. He says in five minutes he's going to be dead. He don't even know it. He's going to be in the morgue down there. He may be in the morgue, but where is he going to end up when he dies? Well, let's look at Jesus speaks of the narrow way. The, the Christ speaks of the broad way. It's the bad path. Here he speaks of the narrow way, which is the good path. The commanding of the path. Commanding of the path. Because straight is the gate. The character of the path. And narrow is the way. It's very narrow. It's kind of like this. Most people you see every day who think they're going to be rich working on a job, it's really on a few, but most folk gonna end up broke. Amen. Most people think they're gonna, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in the, I'm gonna be the rich and famous. Really? Most people think that. Most people in America think that they're gonna be rich and feel to rich. And I've seen it for the last seventy some years. It just don't happen. Why? Because they don't do the right things to be rich. And when they get some money, they don't know what to do with it. They blow it with foolishness because they travel the broad way everybody's doing it. By the time they get 60, 70 years old, they're trying to get Social Security started, all that kind of stuff. Well, man, you done made over a million dollars in your lifetime. You don't have some of it? Boy, I got one good amen there. Good? Well... And we have the consequences of the pain, which leadeth to life. 
This leads to life. It's narrow. It leads to life. Crown on, the crowd on this path. Jesus says, few. Now, was he lying? The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 6 and also 1 Peter 3, uh, once the long suffering of God waited in the door days of Noah, wherein the ark were prepared, wherein that is Few. That is eight. Wait a minute. Somebody said, I don't believe that. I don't believe all the people in the world during the time of Noah, only eight were saved. I believe it was more. Well, give me a number. You tell me, what, what number do you think it was? What number do you think it was? Do we just say nine? You would just say that to each lady's were pregnant when they got on there and they had a baby, so that's going to be what? How many? Eight, nine, ten, eleven, right? Well, you know, the old woman couldn't have any children. No one why she couldn't have it. Is that right? But the young one could. How many would you say? Well, just say the old woman could have. So you got twelve. Would you say it's more than twelve? How many? Now the Bible says eight. What would you say? You mean to tell me out of all those people that was during the time of Noah, only eight were saved? Somebody said, I don't believe God is like that. Well, I guess the Bible is lying. Well, Jesus says, few. There'll be that finding. What's going on? Matthew chapter, chapters 5, 6, and 7 are the teachings of Jesus Christ pointing to the day of Pentecost, the beginning of the new institution, the church of Christ, the kingdom of Christ, and the requirements to enter in. That's where we are right here. Here's the people in the world right here. They're lost. Jesus came and died on the cross of Calvary for the sins of the world. And most people ignore that, what he did. He died so we wouldn't have to die spiritually. But it's up to you if you accept it. Now, do you believe that Jesus died? Acts 20, Acts, uh, Acts 15, 7. After there had been much disputing, Peter rose and said, Men and brethren, you know that how a good while ago that God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe it. What do you mean the gospel? Gospel means good news. What do you mean? You don't have to die. You don't have to go here. You don't have to go here. And most people will end up here because it goes in one ear and don't come out the oven, it come out the same one. They hear, but they don't hear. Because they don't think, you know what they think? Most people think, well, I got, I, it ain't gonna happen to me. Man, you are whistling Dixon. Let me tell you something, you need to listen. Well, Shannon, are you trying to scare? No. Do you know 
five minutes after you die, do you know what takes place? Now, your body will be in the morgue. You, you'll be conscious and you'll say, you know what? I messed around here and didn't have no idea that I was going to be dead today. You'll be talking to yourself. And here I am, and I'm in a place that's torment. And there's no way I can get out. Ain't no way you can get out. If you ever go down here, there's no way you'll get out. Amen. It's impossible. Amen. You can pray and say, Lord, say, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. All the grace that God has to offer is on this side. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You believe that Christ died and shed his blood to purchase the church? I'm not talking about this building, but the church is a spiritual house and it's in Christ. Amen. You, you hear and believe that gospel. You got to repent of your sin. Peter tells us in 2 Peter 3 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all come to repentance. Black people in America, will you repent? White people in America, will you repent? Will you repent? Don't think because God is letting you get by and all this, that he, he's just ignorant and don't know what's going on. God is looking out for you. Every day he's giving you a chance. You know, I need to do better. Yes, I need to change. I need to make my mind up. Because I'm going to tell you something. When death comes, it happens so fast. You'll be on the other side and you, what's going on? Your family crying and all of that. They don't know what you'll be going through with. Because you'll be headed down here. Well, you hear the gospel and believe it. Would you confess Christ as the Son of God? Would you believe that Jesus Christ, do you believe that Jesus Christ paid for our salvation? Amen. It's all about Christ and what he did. And when we hear and believe and repent, we're just doing works of faith. That's what he told us to do. But he's the one that saved us. Confess Christ. Uh, Peter said, I but thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Then you got to be baptized in water. 1 Peter 3, 24. Peter says this. Look what he says. The like figure whereunto even baptism doeth also now save us. Not to put in the well the filter of the flesh. Baptism is not a bath. No, sir. But the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see that? Amen. Got it? Now, guess what happened? Now you are added to the church. You're in the spiritual house. You know you got a chance to go to heaven. Before you did this now, you didn't have a chance. Now watch this. You got the obedient and you have the disobedient. There are some folks right here today. They're going to hear what to do to be saved. You heard it. And they're going to leave out here and keep on going the way they're going. And, you know, sometimes you see them going that way and you, you pray that God will give them more time. They will do something to wake them up before it's too late. But most of the time, people always think they got more time than they have. Yes, sir. We always do that. You know, procrastination is a thief of time. Oh, I, I, I got enough time. Yes, sometimes we do that with our automobile. Don't. 
No, sometimes we do it with our bills. Just wait, oh, I'm going to wait. I, I have time. And then something goes wrong on your job. You may lose your job or whatever. A bill come up unexpected. Guess what? Next thing you know, they come taking your car. Putting you out on the street. Why? Because you procrastinate. Let me just help you out a little bit. Church, learn to stay ahead or stay up all the time. If you ever get behind, it's hard to get caught up. Please listen to me now. On your bill, it may be hard, but just stay up on your bill. Keep paying your bills on time. Something you see you want, don't watch it. Don't neglect paying your bills to get something just to wear to, to impress somebody. Don't do that now. That's silly. That's the way little kids do. Grown people ought to grow up. Amen. Are you listening to them? Now, if you drive an automobile, you want to keep good brakes and good insurance. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> I need to do that again. If you drive an automobile, you need to keep good brakes and good insurance. Somebody says, well, I got an automobile, but I ain't got no insurance. They won't know. Boy, you don't know what you're doing. Amen. You'd be surprised of the thousands and millions of people in America say the same thing, I don't need no insurance. And guess what happened? As soon as they have a wreck, the first thing they said, Lord have mercy. Well, you and the Lord ain't bothered about you, man. Amen. Then guess what, the police come? Oh, no, no, don't call the police, well why not? Now you, got, now you done hurt somebody or kill somebody, you're going to jail and everything you ever thought you wanted, they gonna take it. Yep. Why? Be faith, obey the gospel. Keep your insurance up. What do you mean? Keep be faithful. All right. A lot of times, well, he don't make no difference. I'd be a little behind. You know, we all mess up it. Go ahead. I'm just trying to encourage you not to do that. Amen. Please don't do that. Keep your insurance. That, that's good, isn't it? Now, in this spiritual house, it's so much to do to here. I can't get into detail here, but we got a faithful members. Way of Christ, way of the cross, way of charity, way of conversion and conviction, way of choice, got it? Way of commitment, way of a Christian, way of the crown. All this is right here. Yes, and it's narrow. What do you mean narrow? Very few people, even in the church of Christ today, don't want to do that. That's too, too confined. Yes, I want to go where the action is. I was telling the class this morning, we can have a gospel meeting. We got a gospel meeting coming up next Man. month, a couple of months, whatever. And people are drive 20, 30, 40, two or 300 miles to a sing out and won't come to one gospel meeting. Amen. And we got members of the church here do the same thing. They won't, they won't come to a gospel meeting, they won't support. And they say, well, I'm all right. Let me tell you where you are. The unfaithful members of the Church of Christ. See, they obey the gospel, and look where they're headed. All right. <laughs> look, look at where they're headed. And there's some here today headed right down here, and mad at me because I'm trying to point out to you, don't do that. That is a mistake. Amen. Now, you, you go down there, you're on your own. And you better pray God that he give you the time to come back, because if you die right here, this is where you're going. 
That's why I put this sheet up here, Clyde, so everybody can see it, so they can't say, well, you know, he meddling with me. No, you see it just like everybody else see it. And you know exactly where you are. Well, Brother Shannon, you gonna preach long? No, I don't have but five or 10 minutes. But you need to make up your mind five or 10 minutes which way you're going because this may be your last worship service. Maybe you're last, and it may be the next week this time. Damn. Have a cast it up here, and then we we'll bury you. And you want you, your folks to be crying, and you be laying it like it's here. And but you ain't really there. You headed down here right. mentally. It's kind of devastating, isn't it? Yes, but Sean, I, I hope I hope you can't sleep tonight. I hope you just rolling dumb. On one side of the, oh man, I can't sleep. And if you hear and had no baby gospel, I hope you roll and tumble, can't sleep at all. Do you get up and say, Brother Shannon, I need to obey the gospel, and then I need to start living right. If you remember the Church of Christ, and you, I hope you can't roll and I hope you can't sleep at all. Amen. So you cut, Lord, forgive me of my sin. I have sinned. Have mercy on me. Help me to get right and stay right. Yes, sir. Alien sinners in the world. They obey the gospel. Some of them live faithful. Some of them live faithful a whole lifetime. Let me stop for a moment. Do you know anybody, do you know anybody that obeyed the gospel and lived faithful all their life and died in the Lord? Do you know anybody like that? Do you know anybody like that? Do you know any young people like that? Do you know any young people that died young, but they lived faithful all the time they were in the Lord? Do you know anybody that obeyed the gospel and got down here and decided to go back into the world? Anybody here like that this morning? Anybody here headed down here? Let me tell you something. This is awful. I, the, the Bible talks about where the worms die not and the fire die quit. That, that's just a description, but it's worse than that. Yes, sir. Hell is worse than fire. Yes, sir. Yep. Well, Brother Shane, you're trying to scare me. No, I'm not trying to scare you. You need to make your mind. Maybe that's where you want to go. <laughs> no, wait, wait a minute. Let me tell you, there's some advantages of going out here. That's some, <laughs> you, let me tell you some advantages of hell. There's some advantages in hell. You don't have, never have to worry about coming to Bible class. <laughs> you, never have, -uh. you never have to worry about Child is looking around. I don't want to go to work. I ain't going. You don't have to worry about that down there. Amen. Nobody, you'll never get a phone call and say, honey, you're going to work today. You won't get no call. All right. None of that. You won't ever hear no baby crying. I wish they shut that baby up. Ain't no baby down here. Amen. So there's an advantage. Amen. All them faithful Christians that you like and you talk about, you don't have to look at them no more. Because low-down people don't go up here. No, sir. You know, we got some here that just throw the hand, just keep up stuff all the time. I'm just telling you, somebody needs to tell you plainly. Don't even think about this age. Focus on this age. Yes, sir. Now just think about it. All of, everybody in here has got a chance to go to heaven. Do you want to go, brush? Sure do. 
Do you make mistakes? Yes, I do. What do you do? I talked to God this morning. I said, Lord, have mercy. I've been wrong. Have mercy on me. Father, don't let me die in my sin. Keep me humble. Amen. Let me tell you something. You need to be humble. Amen. You need to listen here. Don't have your conscience see it with a hot eye while sin don't bother you. I can see it and it don't hurt me. Boy, you in bad shape. Can you imagine a man that lost all of his nerves in his bottom here and then lost all his nerves and there's a hot heater there he sat on it and it's burning him and it's killing him but he don't know. That's where it is when you sin and you conscience see it with a hot eye. Some, I could preach to Jesus come. You're not going to change. Guess what's going to happen? Your conscience is sealed with a hot iron. Don't nothing bother you. You live in sin, don't bother you. The devil said, I got him. I got him. You know how you, do you know how you, how you cook a, 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 a bullfrog? You know, how, you know how you boil it? You don't, you don't put them in hot water. Put them in cold water. Then turn the heat on. Don't turn it up hot. Just turn it a little bit. Just a little at a time. Let they know he'll be cooking. He won't even know it. Well, that's where it is with people who hear the gospel and they, the members of the church, they hear it over and over and they don't bother them. They get harder and harder. Next thing you know, boom. He on the table, they eating a the bullfrog. And the devil's down here and says, yeah, I finally got him. He didn't know he was burning, but we got him. Man. I don't want nobody to go down here. Go to heaven. Revelation 21, 14, and God shall wipe away all tears from thy eyes, and there shall be no more dying, no more, listen here, no more fumes, no fumes up here, no sorrow, no crying, neither shall there be in it, no pain, for the former things are passed away. Now, you know, it's bad Tom, to be down here just catching hell every day and then die and go to hell. Right. Boy, that's, man, that, Mike, that's terrible. Man. Amen. Can't hardly make end meet here. Juck, shucking and diving, just barely making it, then die and go to a place worse than here. But ain't nobody, nobody, there's nobody in here planning on going. Down here, everybody's planning on going up here. Russia and I used to, yeah. I'm through. What about you? Are you through? Is this your last? Is this your last sermon that you have here? You see, I, I learned this here, uh, Shirley Johnson. For years, I was preaching too long. And uh, you know, when you preach so long, people don't even hear you. Well, I guarantee you, y'all heard me this morning. Yes, sir. I'm coming down. <laughs> And you know what? See, you already got it in your mind where you going. You already, man, if I don't do about faith, man, I'm going man, I don't need to go down here. I need to do better. Now, folks that hadn't obeyed the gospel, you know what you need to do. Now, there's some members of the Church of Christ that's in the, in the church, they're in Christ, but they won't do right. You don't need to be this now. I'm just trying to back on up and talk to yourself. And let me tell you something else. You don't need to be running down front. Rather than just I've seen, no, you ain't got to do that. You need to make up in your mind, say, Lord, I have sinned against thee. I'm sorry for my sin. 
Lord, forgive me. Help me to do better. That's it. You going to do better? Why not do it as together we stand and sing? Amen.